back to Bigger Than the Score with Peter Ferguson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back to 93.7 The Ticket. This is Bigger Than the Score with Peter Ferguson, Peter Ferguson, BHS LLC, and um, joined on the board on the ones and twos, as always, with Harrison. Truly appreciative of him coming up and, and keeping things rolling. Um, we've had three, uh, two in-studio guests and then one that is um, virtually streaming in and really appreciative of that. We've got Teresa Friesen, who is the CEO, founder, and owner of SheMate, and she's going to tell a little bit more about that. It's a uh, women's-led mentoring organization um, for teams and scholar-athletes. We've got Jordan Collins, who is a junior, a smart junior, and the International Baccalaureate Program over at Lincoln High School and also does participate in basketball. And then we have Kyra Brown, who is a former scholar athlete from Vanderbilt, and she said she's at Georgetown now, correct? Yes. Okay, fantastic. And so excited to have all three of them on. I think as we kind of lead into a little bit about She Made and then the power of mentoring, I kind of like to ask each of you this question. Um, and Jordan, we'll start to you. Just um, talk about just a little bit about, you know, um, a relationship that you've had and why are relationships uh, important? Why do relationships matter? Um, I think my favorite relationship, like, outside of family, would have to be my fifth grade teacher, Miss Ehrlich, because she was just very involved with me even after I left middle school and my brother, or not middle school, elementary school, and my brothers went there too, so I would go in and I would see her, like, student conference, or parent-teacher conferences or whatever, and, like, she'll email me, and she's just very, she's a person that I can always talk to if I need it, and I just love her. Awesome. And so for those out there in the community, Mrs. E is a longtime educator, I believe 30 years plus over at Belmont Elementary School. And so um, always great, great to hear that and that affirmation. Um, Kyra, I'm going to come to you. What, what, why do relationships matter? And then can you speak a little bit about a relationship maybe that you've had that has kind of propelled you um, in a positive way? Yeah, um, relationships are everything. I think especially it's easier to point them out in sports because you're just kind of hanging out to people every day. But um, I would not be where I am without teachers who believe that pushed me further than I thought I could go. Coaches who set times. I said, there's no way I'm going to hit that. Um, but they believed and they pushed me until I did. Um, so I've been blessed with a ton of great relationships. My parents um, have always been super supportive. But I think today I want to shout out, uh, I guess, she was a she was a sophomore when I was a junior, freshman. So Taya Shelby was one year ahead of me at Vanderbilt. Um, she's amazing, all American, like just hands down one of the best athletes I've ever had the privilege of training with. And she has been like such a great mentor to me. And I think we've been able to we're on we're all over the Vanderbilt relay records together. Um, but just every day pushing me, and she. Honestly, I'm never going to run the time she's run. Um, but that didn't stop her from like constantly pushing me to be better and encouraging me and working with me. And I think relays are a super special place because like four girls come together to do something neither of us could do alone. But I think those relationships where people who can kind of reach back and she's not that much older than me, but um, provide what they can and do what they can for others. And I try to do that now. I'm a fifth year. Um, in a new program, like working with our freshmen and our sophomores to try to do for them what Taya has done for me. So I think those kinds of peer relationships have always been super important to me. Awesome. Thank you. 
Um, Teresa, kind of building off that, like, what are, you know, you talked about relationship matters and you've heard from two scholar athletes, but I'm sure you hear that countlessly over and over. And part of the reason, part of the foundation of why you did what you did with your company, what are the unique needs of female athletes and, and how are you addressing those with relationships through, through SheMate? Yeah. You know, I grew up in the sports loving family. And so we watched a lot of sports on TV. That was kind of like a weekend thing that we would do. Um, it also became very relational and communal where it was a fun gathering. Um, it usually revolved around football and men's basketball. And so it was this really positive association. But what I realized over time is, hey, we're never watching women's sports on TV. And it wasn't because the people gathering didn't want to, but it's just because it wasn't being displayed on TV. And so over time, I started realizing, you know, we're missing a lot of positive representation of women on screen. And when we don't display things like women's sports, um, the things that we see represented on screen for women can really be reductive or limited. And so I started recognizing, okay, how can we utilize platforms and really expand um, representation and engagement? And so um, when I started exploring the idea of creating SheMate, it started by having just hundreds of conversations in w with women in sports. And so these were college, professional, Olympic, Paralympic women. And through a bunch of conversations, I started noticing these recurring themes. One is that they want to connect with each other. And two, they want to connect with young people looking up to them. And there hasn't really been a pathway where that's been easy. Um, there's not really a space where it's um, possible to have interactive synchronous dialogue with people who are just a couple years ahead of you and can really, you know, understand you and your perspective and offer those words of encouragement. Um, I think Kyra's example of her own, you know, peer like mentor, right. who's just one year ahead demonstrates the power of that, um, understanding and encouragement. Um, and so we like to keep it, you know, with people who are just pretty close in age and experience and have a really grounded understanding of how to support each other. Um, but really that community focus and that demonstration that, hey, what you're going through is is common. I've been there and here's what I did and I'm happy to help you. Awesome. And so as, as you look at that in the platform that you have, um, tell me what's been one of those, just, you talked about a couple of aha moments, but what's been something that you've seen out of it that you're like, this is this was the right thing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, first, when I was exploring the idea of SheMate, it was actually um, surrounding NIL and how to increase NIL opportunities for women athletes. And so when I started exploring that space, um, what I found pretty quickly is that it wasn't as much about just wanting to get NIL deals. There's definitely, you know, a lot of interest to explore in that space. But what I found was that so many women athletes really wanted to utilize the NIL opportunity to do something that they felt really proud of, that created meaning and purpose in their lives, but also in the lives of others. And so because of NIL, we can essentially utilize that to pay women for their work by um, connecting them with young people looking up to them and mentoring. Um, and so it's one, the like financial transaction saying, hey, we value your time, we value your words and your story. Um, but it's also, you know, the resume building and the brand building for our athletes where they get to have something again that they're really proud of and can be confident about. Um, 
what we hear a lot from our athletes, which contributes to this, this aha moment is that so many of them identify that transition out of sports as a really challenging one. It's a really jarring transition. And so if we can be part of that process where they can demonstrate that the work that they did with us is preparing them for the career that they would like, um, that's something that's also really important to us. Awesome. Fantastic. I want to go back to something you said in your first, um, just kind of when you shared a little bit about that representation and that communal family of watching sports. Jordan, why does, why does representation matter? I mean, we're, you know, we celebrated a year ago, though, kind of the 50th anniversary of Title IX and, and women in athletics. But why does representation matter and you seeing yourself? We've had some great things. We talked earlier about Nebraska volleyball. You know, 9,000 people saw a game last night. It was in prime time. Um, 93-some thousand people, you know, at Memorial Stadium. But for you, why does it absolutely matter to to be able to to see females, but also just to see females that females of color on TV having success and and being not sharing space, but being in the space? Uh, seeing someone who looks like me just gives me like it tells me that I can do it. And like if I'm looking at something, I'm like, oh, it's just guys doing it. It's a little bit discouraging, but. Seeing women do it, and especially women of color, is really like, well, if they can do it, I can do it too. It is achievable. It's not everyone's against you. It's not that it's never going to happen. It is possible. And it really, it just gives me the courage to try more things and to really go out for stuff like that. No, fantastic. Kyra, I was prompted a little bit by Teresa on a story that you have, but about, you know, representation. Why does that matter? And And she shared a little bit about your story about, um, not necessarily even seeking an athletic scholarship. You were more so seeking um, academic. And so talk a little bit about that and, and why does, you know, seeing yourself and representation matter um, in order for you to achieve those things? Um, representation was hugely important for me. Um, I think even as early as high school, the woman who holds the 400 meter record in my high school is a black woman. She coaches, she's the head coach at Dartmouth now, but she was head coach at UPN when I was in high school. Um, and I remember I ran a really good race at a meet that she was attending for recruiting purposes. And I she, I thought I had her record. She texted me congratulations because she thought I had her record. I was the tiniest bit off, um, <laughs> which was tough. But like having her in the stands cheering for me in what was a tumultuous time my junior year, I would say, um, that was hugely important to me. And just to be able to see a black woman head coach, which there still are not that many of, um, was super amazing. And then two years later, Vanderbilt underwent a coaching change. And then I had two years of an amazing um, black woman head coach. So I think those sorts of, the relationships are different when you can see yourself in that person in leadership. And also it makes you believe that you can do things that you probably didn't think before just because you have that support and that visual of she, someone who's been there and done the thing that you want to do, who's also in your corner has been amazing for me. Awesome. So what are, what are some of the unique, I'm going to go back to you, Jordan. What are some unique needs um, for female scholar athletes? What, what do you think um, are some unique things that you as a female scholar athlete, even a scholar athlete of, of diversity say like, this is something I actually need in order to be successful and thrive. I think a good support system, especially people who have similar experiences as you, like my basketball team, is very important to me because to connect off the court helps you connect on the court as well. And we're all just really good friends. 
So it's like a little family, and it's really nice to have that support system, to have people you can talk to, and to have people that you know are on your side and are wanting to lift you up and want you to succeed. Awesome. So same thing to you, Kyra. What are some things that are unique that you feel like, okay, this is unique to female athletes or female scholars in general, that if we're absent of this, we, our likelihood to succeed is is lessened? Yeah, community. I think, like, just think back to times where someone says something that you think isn't okay, but you don't really know. And you look to someone like, did you hear that too? Did you also think that was weird? Um, and when there's no one to look at, then you just think you're a crazy person for picking up on a microaggression or something like that. But if there's someone else in the room who you can look at and discuss after and say, no, this wasn't okay, what are we going to do about it? Instead of being the only person in the room has been um, a huge need for any marginalized group in a space. Um, more specifically to women, I think the belief that women athletes can be special and important has been, um, I went to an all-girls high school, so I didn't compete with football for fans because we didn't have it. Um, not that people really come to track meets anyway, but there wasn't a that like you haven't been you haven't been to Omaha State track now, so it, it, we, we, there are people that come to track me here in Nebraska. So we need to bring you down and have that experience. Yeah. Okay, um, but I think like not having that resource imbalance, and then getting to college and thinking, oh, maybe not everyone has like these same resources for women's sports was a hugely jarring moment for me, and part of the reason I joined the College Players Association to start advocating for those. Uh, college just actually follow Title Nine, but. Yeah, I think definitely resources and just that belief that women's sports matter is super important. Fantastic. Thanks. So um, one of the things that what I want to do, Teresa, just quickly, maybe just share a little bit. Like, what are some things that you're finding out through SheMate that are absolutely necessary um, to be, you know, be present for for enhanced success? Not guaranteed success, but but to enhance the likelihood of success. Yeah. So, um so she may, one of the most kind of typical things that we do are virtual mentoring series. And so we'll work with a school or a club and they'll say, hey, we want to work with you and bring your services to our students. And so we do a five-week virtual mentoring series for that group. And so the group of students, typically high school age, um, they are the same every week. We have a group facilitator who's the same every week. And then we bring in new athletes each week so that they get to hear a wide variety of experiences and perspectives. We just concluded a series with a school. And so we asked students about, you know, their takeaways from the experience. And one of the most common things that we heard from our high school students was this, I'm going to say, quote, realization. Um, not that it was necessarily new, but it was really reaffirmed that they are more than their sport and recognizing that they are you know, whole people and they have a lot of um, components to their full selves and that um, their worth is not dependent upon their performance in the sports athletic world. And to see how often that really hit people and really resonated with young people um, really stood out to me and reminded me that we need to continue ensuring that um, we're connecting our community with young people who could really benefit from hearing from them. Um, we've grown our community to, you know, over, I think over 3,000 athletes have applied to work with us at this point, which is so incredible. But it also demonstrates that there are all these people who want to positively influence and connect with young people looking up to them. And so we want to really ensure that um, we're making our community accessible to, to schools and clubs. Fantastic. 
Well, hey, we're going to go to break, but when we come back, we're going to get a little bit of a sample of what that looks like uh, between Kyra and Jordan and have you facilitate like what kind of one of those sessions might look like um, for those that are interested in SheMate. So we'll be back after this quick break on 93.7 The Ticket, Bigger Than The Score.